Get road trip ready with a service checkup at your local Chevy dealer. They can save you time and money and get the job done right the first time, worry-free. Go to ChevyDriveChicago.com for current service specials or to schedule a test drive. I love that, Brian. Handpicked this song for David Hochberg. This is 720 WGN. I'm Lisa Dent, Kevin, Mary, Steve. We're all here. David Hochberg, host of Home Sweet Home Chicago. I always throw in the Chicago. Um, on Saturdays here, and more than that, you know him from Team Hochberg. So what about the Feds meeting yesterday, David? Yeah, some interesting news. I'll just break it down in a Cliff Notes version because that's how I got through high school. Uh, Inflation remains unexceptionally high. All the officials agree that rates should stay restrictive, and the Fed is committed to keeping rates higher for longer but is proceeding cautiously, which is, in a nutshell, saying... um, Keep your spending in check. If it if it keeps getting crazy and inflation keeps uh, going up, we we will reserve the right to keep increasing rates. But on the backside, um, they're taking a cautionary tale and they're kind of in in I don't know in in kind of like a, a neutral position right now, right? You know, you know, threatening everybody in the United States if if it's uh, if it continues to be unexceptionally high, according to their standards, they will raise rates again. But right now. You know, I think it's on hold, but we'll see what they do. You know, next week. So, um, so that's what the Fed said, right? Inflation's still high, and they want to get it down to two percent. And all the stuff going on in the Middle East right now is not helping things with energy costs. So, we'll see how it all shakes out in about thirty days. I need a little help with my Yiddish. Yesterday, I was talking about um, what I thought was kibbutz. Oh, kibbutz! It's it's kibbutzim, but uh, short. It's uh, kibbutz. Kibbutz. Okay. Because, boy, people are trying to help me with that. I'm like, okay, I'm new to it. I'm new to it. Give me a moment here. Yeah, no, it, it's a kibbutz. It, it's kind of like a small farming yeah. community, uh, communal, if you will, where everybody knows each other. Um, they all work together. You know, uh, some families are working in the field. Some families are fixing the equipment. Some families are marketing the um, products. Some some families are taking care of the kids while the, while the parents and the older kids are out in the fields. So uh, it's kibbutzim. Yeah, or short for kibbutz. And that came in because that's who Hamas attacked first after the people at the Peace and Music Festival. Yeah, slaughtered. Slaughtered. Yes. Absolutely. More appropriate. Yeah. Okay. What about some good news? Can we get some good news, David? Sure. Sure. Yeah. Let's talk about uh, some some decent news back here at home. FHFA, the Federal Finance Housing Authority, is increasing Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac conforming loan limits next year. This is the time of year where they usually come out with that information. So currently, Lisa and listeners, the one unit. Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, Fannie Freddie conforming loan limit is $726,200, which means you could buy a $748,666 home for only 3% down. Right, which that, is a good that's thing. That's never happened before, has it? Oh no, there there are there are listeners out there that have got the credit and the resources to buy a home. Yeah, it's called leverage. That's what that's how you build wealth in real estate by buying stuff with as little down payment as possible. So next year, the good news is it's going up by twenty three thousand eight hundred dollars to seven hundred and fifty 
thousand dollars. When I just to go back, I got in the industry twenty three years ago. I think the conforming loan limit was like a hundred and seventy five thousand dollars. So yeah. it, in the past twenty three years with home appreciation, the conforming loan limit next year is seven hundred fifty thousand dollars. Now, why is that important to our listeners? Because they could purchase a seven hundred and seventy three thousand one hundred ninety six dollar home or less and only put 3% down. The best news is Fannie Mae came out last week and has taken off their restrictive down payment requirements for multi-unit homes. So two, three, and four-unit properties fall in the category of multi-unit homes. And up until last week, we used to have to put down, listeners had to put down anywhere between 20% down and 30% down to purchase a home. They took those ridiculous restrictions off. They took those barriers off. And now you could buy a two, three, and four unit home, unit home starting, I believe, uh, in about 15 to 30 days. Uh, I don't know the exact day when we could start locking loans with only 5% down, which is huge. Okay, so the the competing factor was you could go FHA with three and a half percent down, Lisa, but you have to pass what's called the self sustainability test with with FHA on multi unit built properties, which means that the property had to cash flow, which becomes more challenging in high tax states like Illinois and in Indiana. It's a lot easier in Wisconsin. It's a lot easier in Michigan. It's a lot easier because the real estate taxes aren't as crazy as they are here in Illinois. So in order to combat FHA, Fannie Mae came out, and I don't know what Freddie Mac's going to do yet, has been announced, but Fannie Mae is going to get back to allowing listeners and everybody in the listening area looking to buy multi-unit homes as a primary residence with as little as 5% down, which is a huge game changer. Yeah, absolutely. 56david.com, or you can always reach out to him at 855 855- Five six three twenty eight forty three. David Hochberg's in the studio. You seem unusually calm today, David. Yeah, just you know, kind of depressed. What's going on over over yeah. in in the Middle East? Got a lot of friends over there that have family. That uh, I mean, friends that I knew that did that had family that I didn't even know that had family in Israel. And we got friends who have kids in Israel who are on a leap year. They're trying to get their kids back. They're in Tel Aviv, yeah. staying in bomb shelters. Their planes getting canceled. So. A lot of you know, it's not a happy time. So no. I'm trying to keep. I'm trying to bring the energy while by by bringing a little. Uh, you know, by by uh, by just you know, let's get through. So let's power through yeah. this uh, with all the with all the uncertainty that's going on. Just hope everybody stays safe. Absolutely. So if you have a question for David, 312-981-7200, you can text us or you can call us. This is the moment you get the free expert advice, and phone lines on Saturday mornings are crazy because everybody wants to talk to him. So get your call or your text in. Right now, Mary's got to check on weather and traffic. Seven twenty WGN David Hochberg, one of our favorite guests in the studio. Well, this is his studio, too. He does a show every Saturday. And uh, you know him from Team Hochberg, Homeside Financial, 56david.com. First, a question from Deanna David. She said her son lives in Nashville and wants to rent his 3% townhouse and buy something family-friendly. Yeah. Does renting force a refinance? No, not at all. No, uh, not at all. He could... uh her son could keep it, and what a lot of listeners are doing is exactly what her son is doing. Uh, the rental market, I own a, uh, a number of different rental properties down in Nashville. It's still a hot market. It's blazing hot. And if you could rent out that um, 
that property. So, so what a lot of listeners are doing, Lisa, is they're renting out their current homes, and, th- and this is why we have an inventory shortage. They're they're renting out the current homes with their ridiculously low, historically low rates. Yes, they're going to be buying a new home, which they could get into for as little as 3% down or 1% down if you qualify for a 1% down option, okay? And they're using the money that they're making from the rental, which is quite liberal because the rates are so low, to offset the payment of the higher interest rate that they're going into with the new home. So our, our listeners are becoming real estate savvy and they're arbitraging their current home while building their portfolio because Nashville is one of the fastest growing cities in the United States. That's why I keep investing in apartment buildings down there. And they're going to pivot to own a new home. So they're going to be gaining equity on two different properties at the same time while getting into the new home for as little as 3% down or 1% down if they qualify for that new loan we just came out with. I think Excellent. it's great. Yeah, nice All job. Right. Uh, David Hackberg in studio. Let's go to line one. John's been waiting. He's got a question for you regarding filing for bankruptcy. What's up, John? Hello, uh, David. I love you. I listen to your show every Saturday. Thanks, man. Uh, quick question for you. I have a knucklehead sister. I have four of them, but one of them is a real knucklehead. Okay. She's, uh, she received some money and created a lot of debt, which I don't understand. But her plan, someone whispered in her ear, your house is paid for. File bankruptcy. Get yep. a house in someone else's name. File bankruptcy. The credit cards will go away. Then you can get your house back later on if you put in someone else's name for it. They'll sell for a dollar. I try explaining to her that there could be a paper trail where if you go and do something like this, they're going to see exactly what you did and come after you and make things worse. Yeah, not only is she a knucklehead, she's a scumbag as well, because that's, <laughs> um, in all due respect to your knucklehead sister, uh, there, that's, there were people that did that, John, during the mortgage meltdown, and the FHFA created a task force to identify homeowners that played that game. And then after the fact, they went back after those homeowners to get the federal money back. So if there's equity, first of all, you're not going to be able to file bankruptcy. I'm not a bankruptcy attorney, but I know a lot of them, one of them being Stephen A. Leahy on our show. Uh, you're not going to be able to file bankruptcy if you own a home free and clear. And mm-hmm. and if you're playing you know, cat and mouse games with the IRS and, and, and playing around switching titles, do the right thing, right? Learn how to be responsible, pay your debt back, use the equity in the home to pay back the uh, creditors, and learn from your mistakes and go on. What What is she going to get in and out of debt by filing bankruptcy and taking her name on and off of properties uh, for the rest of her life? It's a scumbag move, in my professional, personal, professional opinion. I'm sure you. I'm sure you love your sister. It doesn't sound like you love her too much, but uh, you know, <laughs> you know, she should do the right thing and playing cat and mouse games with, with, uh, with the property is not the right thing to do. All right, Pete's online too. Pete's, what's your question for uh, David Hochberg? Hey guys, um, in today's interest, I'll call it crazy world, I've got a property that I rent out, but the renter may be interested in purchasing it. Okay. What do you think about seller carrying uh, financing? Uh, I think if you are interested in becoming a bank, Pete, and want to take on the responsibility of collecting mortgage payments and 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 giving the uh, person at the end a a uh, IRS form for all the interest that they paid I think it's uh it's great it, it's it's not one size fits all not everybody likes it um, I think if I were you 
uh, listen, it, it, it's an investment call, right? You could probably charge that person 7 8% interest right now. And if you're not getting 7 8% interest on, on your investments, it might be a good opportunity for you. I can't, it's definitely not a one-size-fits-all. If you're not in that position to do all that paperwork and to run after people and, do, and file the tax payments, then I would work with that uh, buyer to try to get them into a position to enhance their credit or save for a down payment to buy that house from you outright so then you can get all of that money to invest it someplace else. But again, it it's not one size fits all. There's nothing wrong with seller financing. You just got to be up to all of the hoops that you got to jump through and all the responsibilities to be a bank. You're basically a lender in a bank. You got to follow all the rules. We did that with my mom's home. Uh, we gave her a year, actually, to secure funding. And yeah. if you've got a good real estate lawyer, it can be done. And it worked well for us. Yeah. Again, if you're up to the task of doing all the paperwork like you did for a year, great. If not, just work with the seller, uh, work with the buyer to get in a position so you just sell it to them outright, get your cash and move on. David, you'll love this. It was all because my mom loved her home. She was in that home from age 29 to 89. And this is the one person that she liked that wanted to buy her home. Yeah. And she was a. She didn't know her, but she became quickly attached sure. and wanted to sell it to that person. Sure, so, sure. I, and and again, there the there are four thousand different scenarios. And in this case, your mom wanted to do a solid for the person that that want that eventually, hopefully, bought the home. Yeah. And it, it all it hopefully it worked out. I've heard a lot of times it worked out. I've heard a lot of horror stories where it didn't work out. You just got to be prepared for the good and the bad. Yeah, this is David Hochberg, Vice President of Lending at Homeside Financial. You got question or you got another bankruptcy question? You want to take it? Sure. All right, let's go to Mike. Hey, What's Mike. Your question, Mike. Hey, Dave. Love you. I love your shows too, Wendy. Um, okay, I have friends. Uh, he was in bankruptcy. He he went ahead and paid that all back. Okay. But he also was behind on his mortgage. And they send him a foreclosure notice, and he's going to lose his house for $11,000, but his house is worth more than what he owes. Okay. They won't help him out. The bank won't do it. I'm trying to figure out something that he can do. He doesn't have the $11,000 up front. Okay. So what they're suggesting the short sale to him. Okay, which means he owes more than what the house is worth. So if your friend... Hopefully your friend's name isn't Mike and you're not calling as your friend. You know, uh, if you want to keep the home and the home's upside down, right, you're not doing a short sale if there's equity in your home, uh, then you've got to use all resources to try to come up with the 11 Gs. That's what the number you said. Look at a 401k to, to, to borrow against your 401k. Look at a life insurance policy, the cash value to borrow against that. Um, there's really, again, these are questions that... Are, are very difficult, but if your friend's upside down and you, 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 here you're 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 doing a short sale because in this example I'll just come up with an example you owe two hundred thousand two hundred forty thousand dollars and your home's worth two hundred thousand dollars so you owe more than what the home's worth so listen your your friend Mike has got to come up with the dough or they're going to do a short sale which means if if you're in a short sale position you've gone through a foreclosure or you've had other challenges and you've got bigger problems or your friend's got bigger problems on his hand or her hand all right david anything else you want to share before we let you go <sighs> yeah we're going to be up at uh, uh, uh lou and i are going to be doing a live remote from uh lindeman chimney and air oh. conditioning up in lake forest uh, on saturday he's going to be uh starting off at six i'm going to take over at ten 
Uh, guests on our show are going to be Rob Lindemann from Lindemann Chimney and Air Conditioning. Sarah Leonard, you know Sarah Leonard. I love her. From the Legacy, um, Sarah Leonard Legacy Properties. And we've got uh, Amy for Air, Amy. Ferrarell from Access, Frank's out of town, and uh, Roy Spencer, Permaseal, Megapro's Jeremy, Megapro's Home Improvement. There's an open house up there in Lake in Lake Bluff. Uh, they invite all the all the listeners if you want to check us out on Saturday. Lou starts at six, and we finish it up at one. Open house at uh, Lindemann Chimney and Heating and Air Conditioning this Saturday in Lake Bluff. Thank you so much, David. David Hockberg, Team Hockberg, five six David dot com. Steve's news is next from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom. This is Connor Bernard with the Chicago Blackhawks, and you're listening to The Lisa Dent Show.